I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Senor, a dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels, the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, America's veterans, both living and past, we salute you. Tomorrow is actually Veterans Day, is that right? That's correct, sir. Yeah. It's a good one. Today's the birthday of the Marine Corps. Today is. Happy birthday. Heading into the weekend, huh? Uh, Thanksgiving's two weeks from yesterday. What? Yeah. Consulting the calendar. Got to make some plans there. Math checks out. (laughs) It has been confirmed by Siri. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm feeling the pressure of that. Got to eat something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Big finish here. Come on, pow. Nail it. Nail it. The best wrestler um, at my kid's wrestling practice, he, start, he started wrestling. So it's the uh, the grade schoolers with the junior hires uh, on one big practice. But the best wrestler there is a girl. Mm. And um, I guess that's a thing now. I wasn't really aware of that. I've not plugged into, you know, amateur youth wrestling. I uh, haven't been for roughly 40 years. Um, <laughs> but uh, Welcome back. <laughs> It's it's something to watch it uh, again and uh yeah lots of quite a few girls wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very common thing. It's not a like you got one in the school or something. It seems to be like real common. How interesting. I remember when this just began yeah. and we talked about it a lot. How it puts you in a rough position as a young boy, young man. Yeah, um I know a certain boy I, that I may look a lot like who uh who 
turned down wrestling a girl in practice last night. That I've noticed that happens a couple of times. Mm. How and interesting. just uncomfortable with it. Yes. How interesting. Yeah. I can see that. And, I, and I, it, must, yeah. it must be a thing because the coach was just, okay, and then they just switched people out. So yeah. it must be, I don't know. And and it, it can't be some sort of fully developed adult discomfort with, I can list half a dozen things. It's got to be instinctive. So I was trying to think about that I, would be wrong. I remember, I like, even way back in the day when I was a high school wrestler, I think there was like a girl somewhere in the country wrestling or something like that. And it was like a big news story and in an, an oddity. And, and the obvious thing was, could you imagine losing to a girl? Now, is that still a stigma? I'd imagine it is, but uh, again, well, we can't we can't make the argument that the reason you can't have trans men competing in women's sports, or is it? I can't. I never get the terminology right. Is it trans women? I think competing? it's charming that you that you don't. <laughs> I'd slip, I'm the same way with the time change. I can't tell. Do we move the clock forward or backwards? <laughs> Those two things are exactly the same for me. But anyway, so you can't you have could go with former dude and former chick. Yeah, there you go. You can't have a former dude competing in women's sports because of all the biological advances. You can't make, which I believe 100%, yeah. I think is obvious. You can't make that argument, though, and then and say it wouldn't be to somewhat, uh, uh, I don't know, embarrassing or, or something yeah. to lose to somebody of your same weight who's yeah, a woman? Yeah, yeah. You supposedly have biological advances. Well, right? sure. Pre-pubescent, pubescent, and post-pubescent matters, too. That's the one thing I noticed is the girls have that lead that they get around that age. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in gym class being outrun by a couple of girls in middle school. Yeah. It's right at that age where the girls are a little bigger. They're, they're all t- almost all taller mm-hmm. and, uh, and just seem quicker and stronger yeah. than a lot of the boys. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It'll be fine. Well, I must. I assume it will be. It's yeah, just, it's, a, it's just not. Uh, it's funny how that was a thing for a while, as the kids say, and I forgot all about it. So it's obviously not making but many see, headlines. You don't say. Say you leap to high school. You're both seventeen year olds. Okay. You don't think there's any stigma on a boy losing to a girl? Oh, hundred percent, there is. Of course, there is. Yeah, I don't know if there is or not. So. There'd have to be for the same instinctive reasons that your uh, that your example there uh, isn't comfortable wrestling a girl. Just seems wrong. They uh, they did they do this thing to end practice called sumo, where it's basically sumo wrestling. It's the circle, and uh, they start with uh, the lightest. They, they they kind of put them on line lightest to the heaviest, but um, uh, biggest or whatever. I don't know exactly how they did it, but anyway, it's uh, if you if you can stay in the ring, you stay. It's like you know, make it take it basketball or something. Hmm. Um, so, you know, put two people out there, you push them out of the ring, you stay, next person comes on. You push them out of the ring, they push you out there then, and like that. And, it yeah. goes, and the last person standing was a girl. Mm. And um, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Now, I had a, a babysitter a couple of years ago that was a state champion in California, which is a big deal. Oh, my gosh, <laughs> yeah. Mean, being a state champion in California is a yeah. big, big deal. Yeah. And she would have beat the hell out of me when I was in high school. Uh, I mean, there's just no two I can just tell by looking at her. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody knows anything about any stigma or about that or how that has worked out over the years because I hadn't been paying attention. Are the girls participating at a high level in any of their sports? There's like one girl playing football that I saw. I haven't seen any in basketball. Do you know? No. no. Hockey? No, it's an extreme rarity. I could see a hockey player too somewhere in Minnesota or something like that. Track? No. Hmm. 
Not track, for sure. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Well, this girl's track, so. Yeah. Uh, we have now been attacked by Iran. Is it 46 or 48 times? I, I'm stealing. I don't trust the numbers I hear, because well, the Pentagon's been so tight-lipped about it. It's interesting that they put these numbers out, so uh, I'm stealing this line from somebody, but it is a good line. If your deterrence leads to more, your deterrence wasn't very good. <laughs> so we hit there. We hit the depot with the idea, hey, you knock it up, don't. Did you hear Kamala Harris on 60 Minutes? Don't. Well, we, we hit the depot, and they struck our troops four more times. Yeah. That day. Yeah. Like, whatever. I, I can't wait to ask Mike Lines about that. We've got him on later. And I'm, I don't have any idea what his opinion is on this. If he's like where you are with the whole, no, no, you don't want to. The, the exact thing they want to do is to have you overreact so that they can cause a big war or whatever. Or if or if, the, if it's more like what I think as a, as a layman, you can't let them just keep attacking you and, and you don't respond. Mm-hmm. That's where I am, but I don't know. Yeah, just to make it clear, I, I haven't adopted my theory as my opinion exactly. I thought it was I just the Getty Doctrine. What, I thought it was like okay. in a leather briefcase. You know, I've never had a doctrine, so that would be great. <laughs> if that's to be my doctrine, I stand by it. So you're not certain on that? That's just my theory. That's yeah. what's going on. What, what about the idea that your deterrence lead, led to more attacks? That seems like a problem. You'd think you'd, you'd you'd think you'd get them to lay off like a day at least if it was a good deterrent. Deterrents take time. This is the beginning of the deterrent phase. <laughs> wow, you could be in the White House doing the press briefings. Yeah, this is the take beginning the, of take the, the cut and pay. This is the beginning <laughs> of the deterrence phase. Right. It will unfold over the coming days and weeks. We will keep you up to date. Next question. The biggest thing we're concerned about is Islamophobia. What's the next question? Now you made me vomit. (laughs) We should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, November 10th, the year 2023. We are taking up arms against a sea of troubles. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then officially according to FCC rules and regs. The show starts at Mark. (gasps) Do they think we're stupid? Stupid? I major in queer post-colonial astrology. And no, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm racist fluid. Exactly. (laughs) I'm racist fluid. So where did you come across that? The Israeli Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it's an Israeli sketch comedy show. And uh, online is where I came across it. Several people have sent it to us. It's getting a great deal of attention in which the Israeli uh, comedy folks were parodying the moronic, idiotic, clueless American uh, college left. Yeah, we'll play you the whole thing later. It is... uh Really funny, really dark, obviously, but uh, but mostly biting. I'm majoring in queer post-colonial astrology, the young man said. I'm racist fluid. I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm racist fluid. So I got a, here's another question for you. Another theoretical question that only you could answer. Yes. I, was, uh, I retweeted a couple of moronic college kids at Ivy League colleges protesting yesterday. Yeah. Princeton's got a problem. USC's got a problem. Columbia's got a problem. Obviously, Harvard's got a problem. All these different places. And I was wondering, because uh, I've been asking the question, how much of this is uh, anti-Jew, anti-Semitism, anti-Zionism, or or if it's just mostly oppressor-oppressed, because that's what they're taught, everything. Mm-hmm. And I and my question to myself is, is, is 
if it's mostly oppressor oppressed, actually worse for America or the world than if it's anti-Semitism. Yeah, yeah, yes, I, I think so because it's so it's so simple and idiotic a philosophy. And then keep in mind, part of the lessons is this is one hundred percent true. And anybody who even questions it to you or suggests to you that it's not true is evil. They're part of the evildoers. So a component of the lesson is this this insidious, poisonous certainty. And this must never be even questioned. I'm just concerned if it's all about the whole Marxist oppressor thing, then it then it spreads way beyond anti-Semitism to so sure. many different things. Well, anti-Americanism. Yeah, they exactly. hate their country. Yeah, man, it is. I was watching some of those protests. It's nuts. Tim Sandifer's doing a good job of finding all those, retweeting them, and at the top of them he puts, "Aren't you glad you send all that money to Princeton? Aren't you glad you sent all that money to USC? Aren't you glad it. because it's just you look." these incredibly privileged kids. I mean, you're the most privileged people practically in the world as a group of people, and here you are so angry in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. Selling a very young adult on certainty is incredibly attractive to them. You will know the truth. You are certain. But what makes it cult-like, if you go to your minister, your rabbi, and say, you know, I I believe in all of this. Sometimes I have doubts about whether God is real or something. They'll sit you down. They'll talk to you and perhaps recommend a couple of Bible verses. They'll pray with you, etc. If you go to your professor in class and say, you know, I know plenty of uh, uh, people who have used their wealth for doing a lot of good or blah, blah, blah. Or, you know, I, I think the Jews have a right to a homeland. You will be cast out. You'll be castigated. You'll be humiliated, just like a cult. Yeah. There's no doubt permitted. Well, yeah, we'll play you some of those clips later and lots to talk about. Um, Biden made a funny joke yesterday. I don't know if you saw it. I'll have to play that for you. How does mailbag look? Well, it's quite good. Plus, we have clips of the week coming oh, up. Oh, wow. That's a Friday treat. Our text line. I already gave the text line. So let's just stay tuned for clips of the week. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a really big deal that Joe Manchin announced he's not running yesterday. He's going to tour the United States trying to decide whether there's a, a hunger for a third option out there. He said it out loud. Right. He's not being coy about it. Right. See if he can mobilize the center. Looking for common sense, etc. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Talk I'm in about, favor of in- interesting. Talk about that later. Yeah, among other things. We've got tons of stuff to get to, so let's get to it. Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. Freedom-loving quote of the day. Right now, though, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, lift off. And inshallah, Allah will kill you all infidels. Thank you so much for joining us. Go zoom zoom! So we can all go zoom zoom! Gen Z's exclusively wear their socks up and millennials still wear ankle socks. Right? I, I mean, we can go on for a while. Joey, and he grabbed my cheek. Genocide Joe! So yeah, uh, PMS symptoms are ruining my Disney trip. We are not ready to give our freedom to this terrorist Putin. It has celebrated a Nazi in its ranks, the comedian in cargo pants, a man called Zelensky. I am telling you, Putin and President Xi are salivating at the thought that someone like that could become president. When I'm president, that's going to be the last thing they do. We're going to shoot them stone cold dead. Or do you want Dick Cheney in three inch heels? Yes, I'd first like to say they're five-inch heels, and I don't wear them unless you can run in them. You have her supporters crapping her up. That's fine. Here's the truth. You're just the easy scum. Ten percent for Rhonda Sanctimonious and seven percent for Birdbrand. You know Birdbrand. Your anger against the truth is reprehensible. Mr. President, the American people are not with you on this one. At someone going around saying France should be wiped off the map. I mean, we would we would think that's outrageous. Giant pandas—they've become ambassadors for China. Get away from our pandas! How do you you got to overnight them? Do you fly them on Panda Express? <laughs> yeah, f- Alex. Let's go get our f- money back. Yeah. 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 We have got to play the woke girl getting pulled over by the cops drunk again, if you haven't heard it. Yeah, just priceless. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day, sent along by Sideshow Bob. U.S. Marine. It's actually a quote from Major Sean Leach of the U.S. Marine Corps. The insurgent leader is a stallion standing on his hind legs. You don't win his heart and mind, you kill him. Happy 248th to my beloved core, right Sideshow Bob. And then he points out that, uh, according to legend, the Marine Corps was founded in the Tun Tavern in Philadelphia, and there's a plaque outside. Okay. Cool. 
I think I can picture the scene. Guys are in there having a little grog. One guy says to the other, you know, you know how yeah, you got soldiers? What would you think of having like some super kick-ass soldiers who'd like invade and sometimes are on boats? <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Marine Corps was born. Another freedom-loving quote of the day I like. Karen uh, sent this along. From Stephen Covey, American educator, I am a pro- I am not a product of my circumstances. I am a product of my decisions. And she said she wasn't sure if this would be a freedom-loving quote of the day. And it absolutely is. To, to s- declare, I am my own person. I will make of my life what I can. I will not blame it on circumstances or others. That's, that's the ultimate independence. Well, that's the independence that makes political independence possible. That's one of the biggest philosophical divides between the parties and lots of people and all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, that's a good one. We got lots of things to bring you up to speed on, including that SNL from Israel. Armstrong and Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Somebody texted, I thought the Getty Doctrine was liquor before beer and you're in the clear. (laughs) Oh, my. Not your theories on how to deter Iran. Um, (laughs) So a good setup for this uh, sketch comedy satire piece from Israel is these kids at Princeton. I uh, tweeted this out. We could post it at armstrongandgetty.com, but it's happening at a lot of your... It almost seems like the more elite the university, the more uh, angry, uh, privileged uh, students that you paid a lot of money to go to college, there are saying things like, globalize the intifada, they're chanting. Right, hunt down Jews all over the world. 
Wow. And or overthrow power for the new Marxist utopia. Except we don't say Marxist because we haven't realized that's what our professors taught us. Now, I did see a couple of college students, I uh, think it was Columbia, New York, um, interviewed on the street, and they had no idea what happened on October 7th. I mean, they, they were just so uninformed about the whole story. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. completely ignorant. And I don't mean to cast an aspersion. It's like a non-football fan uh, being asked, what do you think of the Eagles? They had no idea what had happened. Right. Isn't that interesting? So you're out here chanting globalize the Intifada. You don't know what Intifada means. You don't know Hamas attacked Israel. You don't know any of the details. Right. I, I think that that gives me some hope that it's not quite as bad as it right. seems. Right. They're just ignoramuses who are going along with their peers. Those who do know what they're talking about are really insidious and are, they're going to have to be deprogrammed like they were in a cult. At any rate, Israeli sketch comedy show. This is getting a lot of attention. Uh, let's just roll it, Michael. First clip. Hi, everyone. We are live on YouTube with Columbia Yantisemite News. We're everyone is welcome. LGBTQH. H. Hamas. Yeah, I totally sim Hamas. Yeah. It's so trending right now. From the, the river to, to the sea, Palestine, Palestine will be free. free. Do you know why it's true? Mm. Because it rhymes. Oh. Just look at all this toxic Zionist propaganda. Kid lived in Gaza. Does this look like Gaza to you? Yeah, but I have no idea what Gaza looks like. And they're smiling. Do hostages smile? Zionist liars. Totally sus. Do they think we're stupid? Stupid? I major in queer postcolonial astrology. Ew. Jews make the world dirty. Yeah. And no, I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm racist fluid. Exactly. Yeah, in their mocking U.S. college student sort of attitudes, I left out. So some of the college students that they interviewed, this the, the real college students, didn't have any idea what happened. And then some of them who had heard about it believe it's fake. Yeah. Where is that coming That from? stuff never happened. Wow. Well, that's what their cult leaders you, have told them. You're as nutso as the people don't believe the school shootings are real. Yeah, I would agree. Roll on. And now for a little break from all this activism, we want to say hello to our BFF. Bestie freedom fighter. Abu Fatwa in Gaza. Salam alaikum. Alaikum assalam and inshallah Allah will kill you all infidels. Thank you so much for joining us. Love the headpiece, the all oppression chic. Very drip. Mr. Fatwa, how are you? Are you safe? Oh yes, I'm safe. I'm in a tunnel under the Gaza hospital. Above me, I have Allah and two million civilians protecting me. Community is so important these days. Do you need like humanitarian aid, food, fuel, medicine? It's okay, I have everything. I'm only hungry for rockets. Mm. As long as it's organic. Yeah. I wish I just could be there with you. You can. You can come to Gaza anytime and we will throw you from the roof, you homosexual dirth. Do you hear? Bro, want to throw me a rooftop party. They are so welcoming and inclusive. So shukran. And you are also very welcome to come here to America. We will come. First we finish with Israel. And America is next. Great! So, 
I guess we'll see you soon. Yes, it would be a blast. <laughs> Can't wait. It'll be so multicultural. <gasps> yeah, Allah, you are so stupid. Thank you so much, Abu. We love you. I won't even bother killing you. It's a waste of bullets. Good vibes only. <sighs> it's better you just kill yourself. <laughs> okay, bye. Die. <laughs> From the river to the sea, Palestine will be just free. Yeah, that sounds better. It is better. Bye. Die. <laughs> you are so stupid. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. All you cute, blonde-haired, rich, privileged college girls. Gender fluid. Yeah. Who've never wanted for anything in your lives. Who are so upset about what's going on right now. The people you're standing up for hate everything you believe in. Yes. Yes. You couldn't say a single word of your screed without getting arrested and killed or raped by the very people you're pledging kinship with. You idiots. Yeah, and it was people just like you that were at that music festival. Yes. The one country, the one you hate, permits dissent, demonstrations, Freedom of speech. The other one does not. It kills people for that. And that's the guys you like. I don't normally take in this sort of thing, but for some reason, I watched some of a video of a guy walking through the, uh, the, the music festival aftermath. That is one of the worst crime scenes in world history. Yes, it is. Absolutely. That is gruesome. The Washington Post removed a cartoon depicting a Hamas spokesman putting civilians in the line of fire after multiple employees inside the newsroom and readers complained that it was racist. I saw that. In the cartoon, the Hamas official has a woman and children bound to his body by rope with a baby tied to his head. He's standing next to a Palestinian flag and in a speech bubble says, how dare Israel attack civilians? I've seen the cartoon. The idea that it's racist is idiotic. The caricatures employ racial stereotypes that were offensive and disturbing. Well, did so you, the guy looked like a Hamas fighter. Well, did you see the cartoon that's still up to drive home the point of how crazy they are at the Washington Post? No. So they took that one down because there were complaints. This cartoon, at least as of yesterday afternoon, was still up. Israel pounds Hamas targets in Gaza, and it's a car- cartoon depiction of Netanyahu punching a baby. Israel pounds Hamas targets in Gaza. Wow. So Israel is bombing, punching babies. You leave that up. The Hamas leader surrounding himself with innocence to protect himself, which is 100% happening, is taken down because it's offensive. Yeah. I don't even know what you do with that. You lose. If that attitude becomes widespread, wider spread, your society goes away. You die of decadence. I'm hoping the average American is much, much more sane than the denizens of the the twin beacons of progressive crap and nonsense, academia and media. I hope. And so we're going to play some B.B. Netanyahu because he did an interview on Fox yesterday and and said a number of interesting things. But the the talk about the whole pause, the four-hour pause now and then, and how that's going to work. Uh, our friend Tim Sandifer, the lawyer, Tim the lawyer, he used to be on our show all the time. Gee, I wonder what Hamas will use those four hours for, giving medicine to the sick and food to the hungry, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 
So there's never a wrong time to protect your home, but this fall happens to be an especially good time because you can get up to 50% off a brand new Simply Safe home security system. It was named the best home security of 2023 by U.S. News and World Report. Yeah, maybe before you travel for Thanksgiving or Christmas or you're out running around, you got I got broken into one time and I had a tree with Christmas presents under it because that's a time of year people break in a lot. This is many, many years ago. Um, you get the Simply Safe system, you won't have to worry about that because with the 24-7 professional monitoring, they'd be able to see it happening, see and speak to the intruders helping stop the crime in real time. Simply Safe is a comprehensive protection for the whole home with advanced sensors that detect break-ins, fires, floods, more, whatever you're at risk for. You customize the system, plus HD cameras for both inside and out. And with that new 24-7 live guard protection, smart alarm wireless indoor camera, monitoring agents can do what Jack was describing. See and speak to intruders and tell them, get the hell out. Satisfaction backed up by Simply Safe's money back guarantee. For a limited time, listeners can get a special 50% off any Simply Safe system with a fast protect plan. Visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I just saw a headline Woman regrets getting boyfriend's tattoo on her forehead. Oh, yeah. that's too bad. <laughs> We've all been in love. Oh, boy. Um, uh, quickly, we got to take a break because we got, uh, Katie Green, the news machine coming up. Um, how do I smell? Have you notice how I smell? Oh, um, Lord. I got a new scent going. Never today. ask me that again. I, An aggressive scent. I changed, uh, to a new antiperspirant stick today and it's called, it's Axe. An Axe antiperspirant stick, but it's, uh, Apollo is the smell. So do I have a kind of a lunar... <laughs> musk? You smell like the afterburner of a mercury rocket. <laughs> Looking for a lunar musk. Okay, uh, Katie in the headlines next. Armstrong and Getty. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, 
You can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Have you seen this story about the 300-year-old sack of mail that they opened up and they're reading the letters? Yeah, the French sailors. Really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll have to talk about that later. Almost 300-year-old mail that they opened up and reading. But anyway, one of the phrases I just came across, I'm going to start using. This guy says, I think I'm for the tomb. I've been ill for three weeks. Oh, that's his mother. I'm for the tomb, though, is a... I'm for the tomb. Is a phrase I'm going to start using. Yes. I think Joe I think Joe Biden's for the tomb. Yeah, yeah clearly. Yeah. Yeah, that exchange is pretty funny. His mom is guilting him because he doesn't write enough letters. And then his girlfriend writes and says, dude, write your mom a letter. She's wearing me out. <laughs> Some things never change, right? Awesome. Let's figure out who's reporting what. It's the lead story. We're, we're early. Man, Katie, you can just let this sprawl. All right. It's the lead story with Katie Green. Well, from the New York Times, Israel's ticking clock. The country has slowed down to protect its troops and consult allies, but outrage over the war grows and it's running out of time to defeat Hamas. I don't know that it is. I think if it takes a thousand years, they'll keep at it for a thousand years. From CNN, Biden administration privately warned by American diplomats of growing fury against U.S. and Arab world. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to talk to Mike Lyons about an hour or two. The, from the, the, the military strategy of why we're not hitting Iran. Is it all because of that stuff? I wonder. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I just happened to be watching a video of uh, a guy interviewing a bunch of German Muslims about their neighborhood and, and uh, Sharia law and German law and German culture. And they're making it absolutely clear. This part of Germany is a Muslim country, Sharia law. They got nothing to do with us. You see anybody with blonde hair around here, said the one guy. Oh. So the Arab world is enraged. Does that include pockets of the U.S., pockets of uh, Europe? It certainly does. From the New York Post, heinous anti-Semitic slogans beamed on UPenn buildings. Someone put up a projector and projected the world's uh, the words from the river to the sea. Right on the side of the building at UPenn. Right. That's become such a handy phrase because it gives you an out. You can claim, you can claim no, no, no. It's just, I'm, I'm for a two-state solution. Sure. Sure you are. You know who hasn't been? The leadership of Hamas. Or Ever. the PLO. Yeah. Or the PLA. From the Wall Street Journal. China, U.S. confirmed Biden and Xi Jinping will meet in San Francisco next week. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. They're saying Taiwan, Gaza, and Russia are on the agenda. So is uh, she bringing a check for Biden is, or for Hunter? Is that what it's all about? <laughs> Just Probably, yeah. He wants to transport it personally. I popped this in the mail and it got returned. Uh, I had been sending it to Oklahoma to a stripper address, but somehow it came back. Plus, uh, it's Biden's clever ruse to get poop on Xi Jinping's shoes. Oh, I, I do wonder where where are they going to travel around in San Francisco where you're not just showing to President Xi that we are a decaying country? Well, so this is what's happening. I, I was reading about this in San Francisco, the area where this APEC thing is going on. They have leased out two hotels on either side, and they are going to clear all of the bums and junkies from that area of San Francisco. It's like the ultimate sweep it under the rug movement. Yeah, yeah, because you take you you take uh, she to Union Square, and he's going to think, wow, our system is better than their system. <laughs> and to the left, the lovely tenderloin. Right. 
From the Washington Times, House goes after Hunter Biden artwork sales. A new round of subpoenas. Oh, boy. Yeah, dig into that. That's fun. Yeah, they're going after the art gallery owner who is selling the paintings and the donor who's buying them. Yeah, that's good stuff. From USA Today, the man accused of attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband was caught up in conspiracies. Yeah, that trial started this week. I haven't been following it. Should read up on that. He's a nut job. It started yesterday. They're saying, well, he's a right wing nut job. He's definitely a nut job. The defense is he can't be... The reason he faces life in prison is that he's being accused of targeting uh, old man Pelosi because of Nancy's official duties. Therefore, it was an attempted assassination or political killing. It's an enhanced charge. His lawyer's defense is he was so whacked out with conspiracy theories, it wasn't about Nancy Pelosi per se. It's not an insanity plea, exactly. It's a really long shot that wasn't his motivation defense. I don't know if I'd buy that. Oh, yeah, it's it's a stretch. He also had uh, Tom Hanks. He had, like, a hit list. that he, was, oh. he had, like, an attack list, and Tom Hanks was on it. So they're saying this obviously wasn't politically driven if, you know. Well, that has to be horrifying to find out you're on the list. And also, I would like to find one other person being attacked by a man with a hammer who answers the door for the cops while still holding his cocktail. But... <laughs> What? Speaking of conspiracy theories, get out of here with that. All right. From page six, Tony Danza in sidewalk kerfluffle over dog on New York City's Upper West Side. Apparently, a dog and a woman was walking her dog on the sidewalk and Danza was in a hurry and she wouldn't get out of his way. So he started barking at her like a dog. What is Tony Danza in his 70s? Yeah. Yep. And finally, the Babylon Bee. Gavin Newsom quickly bans high-capacity assault high heels in the state of California. Ah, there you go. Love it. Yeah. Uh, did you notice my scent? It's Apollo. It's Axe antiperspirant, and the scent is called Apollo. I, you I, smell like an ancient Greek. smell like Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> I have not smelled Axe body spray since high school. <laughs> I remember, I remember the guys used to do axe bombs where they would take the aerosol canisters and break the top off and throw them down the hallway and they would just spin and the whole place would break. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I, didn't, I don't have the body spray. I haven't gone there, but it's the end of perspiring. I was going to take the teenage boy shot, but it was better coming out of Cape Town. <laughs> It was on sale. Is that why teenage boys buy it? It's cheap? Uh, it's a factor, I think. So it's a child's deodorant. It's a child's antiperspirant. Deodorant doesn't do anything. I don't understand why they even sell deodorant. Well, your your bodily musk has to fight it out with your quote unquote deodorant for is there, scent supremacy. Is there a reason you buy deodorant and not antiperspirant? I think some people react badly to the aluminum yeah. chlorhydrate okay, or whatever so it's it is. Okay, so if you're like, allergic to it, yeah, there's there's like metal in actual. I was having this argument with my teenage son who smells like a horse most of the time, <laughs> and uh, and telling him that uh, the, the deodorant doesn't do anything. It's just a it just adds to your stink. Right. Just mixes up the stink. Because he was saying, it doesn't make any difference. No, use this one. <laughs> well, it's very he's, nice, Jack. He, he His his mom and I are, are really hoping he starts to, he turns that corner to where he really cares about girls. Because then he's going to care about his grooming. Right now, he doesn't care about girls. But he is, you know, he's got the, 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 the biology of a grown man. You know, uh, it's so funny. It just flooded into my mind. A lovely memory, Gladys. There I was in middle school where I had my very first girlfriend. And uh, and my mom noticed me clipping my nails without being told, you really ought to clip your nails. And she said, oh, 
Now you're clipping your nails. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm waiting for. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, now you're taking two showers a day. It's so I've got to harangue you to take one all of a sudden. It's yeah. so funny about guys. I didn't realize that it's like, ah, forget grooming until there's a lady involved. Apparently, I, I don't remember that, but apparently, yeah, if, if you didn't have the whole girl thing, I guess we'd just sit around basting in our own juices with long <laughs> fingernails. Boy, this world would be gross without women. <laughs> yes, it oh! would be. Amen to that. <laughs> In several different ways. Why are we not hitting back Iran like it seems like we ought to be? We're going to talk to one of our favorite military analysts, Mike Lyons, to kick off our two. And if you haven't heard this yet, because it's Friday, the woke chick getting pulled over for, well, a, a variety of automotive offenses and her efforts to talk the cops out of it. Hilarious. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. <laughs> 